It was October 2010, and I was at the police station with our two children filing for a restraining order. I didn't told anyone what I was doing. I just knew I had to do it. We had just returned from vacation and I had taken the week off while he had to go back to work, so the timing was perfect. We were down to one vehicle because my vehicle had blown its engine earlier in the year. So my mom let me use her vehicle. I just had to take her to work and pick her up. In my head, I had this idea that I would arrive at the police station when it opened, file the paperwork, he would get served at work, and that would be the end of it. But I was wrong. I got to the police station early, filed the paperwork, but it had to be reviewed and approved by the judge. They said that it shouldn't take too long, but it did. We stayed there for hours waiting. I had to leave at one point to feed my kids and take my mom lunch. And he ended up getting out of work before it was approved. So he went up to my parents' house where we were living, expecting me to be there with the kids, and I wasn't. He was furious and was calling and texting me, but I was ignoring him, which I know made it worse. But I was committed to following through with this. I started it and I wasn't going to stop. I had to get out. I was at the station again in the afternoon while he was looking for me, and finally it was approved. But it had to be served by an officer from the precinct we lived in, which was not the same place that I had to file it. So I was headed to that station, and he found me along the way. He followed me there, and I told him to leave me alone. But he went up to the car, grabbed the kids, took them, put them in his car, and left. I finally got an officer out of the building because it was already after closing time. I explained what happened and I was crying. They drove in their unit, following me to his grandma's, where his family was staying and he was there. They gave him the papers and helped me get the kids back safely to me. Thankfully, the kids were happy and smiling when they were handed back to me. He told them that he needed to get his stuff, and so the officers escorted him to my parents' house to gather his things and then leave. I must have called my mom at some point during the waiting, or when he took off with the kids, because she was with me and my family now knew what was happening. They were in shock. They had no idea what I had been going through. My mom at one point even read the restraining order papers and couldn't believe what I had dealt with. I remember her getting mad at herself for the time she saw the bruising and not asking more questions. I felt bad for their worry. It was done though. A temporary restraining order was in place and a court date to put a permanent restraining order was set for two weeks from that date. The kids were to be solely with me for that time. He didn't like that though, so he had his mom reach out to me to ask if I could request a sooner date, but before I could take action, they did. He got a lawyer and they had a court date set for that following week. I was calm while waiting for that date and the kids were happy. 
and then the day of court arrived. My mom and dad attended with me and he had his parents and his lawyer present. I asked for a forever restraining order, but the judge only granted it for five years. They also decided temporary custody while we were figuring out divorce and full custody and he received, received every other weekend with the kids, which at that time I was okay with. He hadn't hurt them and I wasn't trying to take the kids away, I just was trying to protect myself and not allow them to grow up in a household with domestic violence. At the end of the court hearing, he was told to leave first and he looked at me and mouthed what I thought was, you're going to die. That scared me, but I didn't say anything. So our time sharing began. And I tried to put myself out there without realizing how broken I was and that I was wanting attention. I tried to talk to a couple guys and was rejected. I felt horrible. And because he was still in my phone plan, I saw that he had already begun talking to her. It was only a couple weeks after I left and he was communicating with her regularly. I knew it was her because I had come to recognize her phone number after all the years he had continued to talk to her. My heart broke. I don't know how many of you have experienced that kind of pain, but I was sitting in my room crying with physical pain in my heart. Like it was actually breaking. It was a horrible feeling and I don't know why it hurt so bad. I tried to let the feeling pass, but it ate at me. I wanted some closure. I think to be told why, you know, why he continued, why he would hurt me and then just have her and hurt me and have her. So I went against the restraining order and I contacted him to talk. I wanted to know why he drove me along only to be with her. And of course, he was nice when I reached out. He was apologetic and said that at court, he was asking if I was okay, not telling me that I was going to die. And said he only reached out to her because he was so upset and suicidal, not knowing how he could go from being with me to not being able to talk to me at all for five years. He said he only talked to her because she helped him stay alive but that he was changed and better and wanted to be with me. Because I was so broken from his years of abuse and feeling down on myself because I was rejected, I allowed myself to believe him and started seeing him in secret. The secret dating continued on for a few months. It was a bit thrilling, like this forbidden thing I was doing. And he kept his word. There wasn't anger or put down, so it was easy to continue along with it. It was different from before. I think like I had more control over the situation. So that made me feel good. And 
in March of 2011, I ended up pregnant. I was devastated. I didn't want to have any more of his kids. I think even though I was going along with it, I knew like I didn't want to be there or I knew things weren't going to be different. So this was just like a slap in the face. I had already had two abortions in my relationship with him and I couldn't do it again. So I decided to keep it. I wasn't excited or happy. I was bummed and depressed because I knew deep down it wasn't going to be good. I didn't tell anyone either. Because how was I going to explain to my family after just a few months earlier I was getting a restraining order against this guy with very detailed words on all the things that he had done to me. I kept it hidden until I started to show. And then I had to explain to everyone that he changed and was going to be better even though he hadn't done anything to really show that and I didn't fully believe he would either. But I had put myself in that situation so I had to move forward with it. I started to stay with him and I was uncomfortable doing it, but I did it. And earlier in that year, I decided to re-enroll in school again. I wanted to finish my degree and school was starting. So in August of 2011, I enrolled in classes in the next city. And we decided we would move there. I gave my notice at my job and we decided I would attend school and he would work. So we moved to that new city in September of 2011 and started life together again.